In the news this week. A pensioner is questioned by the police after backing single-sex spaces. Scotland's First Minister and his Health Secretary speak out against legalising assisted suicide. And around 7,000 pro-life supporters gather for the UK's annual March for Life. Hello. A 73-year-old lady has been questioned by the police after photographing a sticker saying keep males out of women-only spaces. The anonymous woman found the sticker placed over a pro-trans poster in Hebden Bridge, West Yorkshire. Police officers later visited her home and recorded it as a non-crime hate incident. I think they wanted to correct my thinking. They're getting involved in a very divided and toxic debate but it's not their role to arbitrate political disagreements. I felt as if they were trying to gag a dissenting voice by harassing me in my own home. Posting on X, formerly known as Twitter, Home Secretary Suella Braverman said it highlighted why she had written to police chiefs over forces straying into politically contentious matters. Mrs Braverman told the Daily Telegraph she has ordered an investigation. In recent years, we've seen an unacceptable rise in police partisanship and the police straying into politically contested areas. Instead, it should adopt a position of strict neutrality, even if that may mean offending some parts of society. Scotland's First Minister and his Health Secretary have publicly restated their opposition to legalising assisted suicide. Liam MacArthur's bill, which is expected to be drafted by the end of the year, seeks to allow residents aged 16 or over deemed to be terminally ill to be prescribed drugs to kill themselves. Hamza Youssef said that after a recent discussion with Glasgow Disability Alliance, he felt even less persuaded to back a change in the law. At the meeting, he explained, a whole group of individuals, people with disabilities, had put forward a very passionate plea to him not to support assisted suicide. He described their opposition to removing end-of-life protections as incredibly strong, as they told him. They would be the ones at the thin end of the wedge. Health Secretary Michael Matheson, a Roman Catholic, also said he continues to oppose MacArthur's bill. I don't believe it's society's responsibility to make those decisions. The Culture Minister has claimed there is no direct link between gambling advertising and gambling-related harm. Addressing the Culture, Media and Sport Committee, Stuart Andrew MP said if evidence emerged to the contrary, the government would consider it. Highlighting the £1.5 billion a year spent by betting companies on advertising, committee member Dr Rupa Huck MP asked the minister why the government had not done more to curb this in its white paper. We have gone very much on, on the evidence. There's little evidence that exposure to advertising alone causes people to uh, enter into gambling harm, um, although we do recognise, of course, that um, it can perhaps disproportionately affect those that are going through gambling harm. But consultant psychologist Dr Matt Gaskell, clinical lead for the NHS Northern Gambling Service, challenged the Minister's claim, arguing that evidence is clear that gambling advertising drives consumption, which increases harm. And finally, an estimated 7,000 people gathered for the annual March for Life UK in London last weekend. Under the theme, Abortion Destroys the Freedom to Live, Speaker Ali shared her regrets at having three abortions. I think I can speak for every post-abortive woman stood here today that abortion didn't grant us freedom, but made us captives in one way or another. 
Event co-director Isabel von Spruce also reflected on being arrested for praying silently near an abortion centre. On the second time I was arrested, I was told my prayers were an offence. I'll tell you what is offensive, that our country has the highest ever abortion figures and the only response we see happening in our government is a clampdown on those who peacefully offer alternatives to pregnant women. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.